Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And for you Bible scholars, that is the uh, first book in the New Testament. And the church said, Matthew 6 and verse 9. Where you will find these words. After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Folks, today's message is entitled, Growing and Maturing Fathers. Growing and Maturing Fathers. Growing and Maturing Fathers. Tell your neighbor what the message is. Before I begin to get into the text, I want to share a revelation. When a man and a woman get married, they become one. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Man, woman. I said, Man, woman. Man, woman. Man, woman. But they became one. But a house divided against itself cannot stand, all right? I want to also bring the revelation that when a mother is without a husband, she functions as the father. Ladies who are in that position, stop beating yourselves up and feeling bad because you function as a father. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody helping that one now. Because God has higher ways. And I'm going to share with you the master key that when you function like that, that there are blessings that will overtake you. Do not allow yourself to feel bad and beaten up because you have to do the Father. Y'all ain't helping me now. You got to do the Father. And let's be transparent. I, had, I come from a mother and father I grew up with mother and father. But along my life, the Lord raised up other men to be my fathers. And one of the wisdoms that mothers have is getting planted in a church. Getting planted in a church and bringing your children to church so that they can be fathered by other men. Oh, okay. Father, my daddy was my daddy, but he wasn't always there. 
He had to work all the time. So I would go to other places and other men would be there and they would mentor me and coach me and teach me how to be a man. I couldn't get away with everything. Little Jimmy, come here. Pat me. Oh, yeah. Correction. Huh? Didn't mean that, hey, yes. Now, I want you to get this revelation. Just because the man ain't there doesn't mean that God won't raise up other men to be fathers. That's real. My coaches, they were fathering me. My counselors, they were fathering me. There were other men that fathered me. When my daddy wasn't there, and it was a whole lot of time he wasn't there. Hallelujah. And, and, and when, as I begin to preach the message, I want you to understand, growing and maturing is a process. Nobody in here knows how to do it all. I know I got a degree, but I'm still learning. I'm learning every day. Every day I'm learning that I don't know what I don't know, you know. And, 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 and men, you better learn to listen to them ladies. Because them ladies have some stuff that you, y'all ain't helping me. Them ladies know some stuff, you, they know some stuff that you don't know. Now, I, I'm going to get in trouble, but I got to say this. Mama talked about giving some stuff away. I don't even know what she gave away. <laughs> I don't, I was sitting there saying, what did she give away? <laughs> what was my stuff, huh? She gave it away, but it positioned her for blessing. You ready? Hear my heart, hear my heart, daughters. If you are parenting and you have to do the father work, celebrate that. Celebrate that. Celebrate that. God is going to, in a long time, over time, he will position other men to be father-like for them. That's real. And that's why, you know, when you come to church, yeah, 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 yeah. There are sometimes up, some man will have the answer to what you've been crying the Lord for. Encouraging word. Say, say, neighbor. God got your back. I got it too. All right. Now you ready for the rest of the word? Eagle Summit in 2016 and beyond. Our nation is in need of growing and maturing fathers. Fathers that last by growing and maturing, even in hard and difficult times and seasons of life and living. Say life ain't always easy. There are some hard times and there's some rough times. But in order to grow and mature, they must have the right strong foundation and the right heart mindset. And in order to do that, they must Apply James chapter 1 and verse 5. Go there quickly. This is, this, is, this, is, this is the master key. James 1 verse 5. And this is what the Lord wanted me to share with the daughters. If any of you lack wisdom, let them ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man 
think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Daughters, when you got the wisdom to bring your children to church, you position yourself for the blessing. When you got wisdom, I don't know, I don't know, Lord, what, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm all, but no, 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 no. And the Lord sent you to a church. You got wisdom from above, and the Lord is going to take that wisdom and use it to be a blessing. Say, neighbor, wisdom is the principal thing. And I'm not talking about natural wisdom. I'm talking about supernatural wisdom. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. One of the keys to growing and maturing fatherhood is over time and season, they learn the importance of not, not just natural wisdom, but super spiritual wisdom. Say, super spiritual wisdom. Now go to Luke 18 and verse 1. Luke 18 and 1 says this. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought sometimes pray. No, just sometimes. Always to pray and to not faint. All right, I'm getting some Kool-Aid. Ladies, if you roll with some men and they don't pray, run. If you hooked up with a man and he don't know how to get a hold of God, run. Men ought always pray. If they can't do anything, they ought to be able to pray. Can you pray? Can, can you get a prayer answered? Can you, can you pray that the bills get paid? Can you pray that my body gets healed? Can you pray that I don't go crazy? Can you pray? When I'm sick, do you know how to lay your hands on me and command the sickness to go? Come on now. Can you pray when, when all hell done broke loose? Do you know how to bind the enemy and command him to get out of here? Men are always to pray. Now here, let me, let, me, let me go ahead, daughters. But when there ain't no man there, you the prayer warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, don't, don't, hey, you are the prayer warrior. And so, listen, you, you know, you just seem to be praying all the time. Yes, somebody better pray. I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Say, say, neighbor. Stop rolling with prayerless people. If ever there was a time you need to be rolling with people that can pray, it's now. Oh, yeah. You may not be able to give me no money, but if you can pray. You may not be able to have, but if you can pray, something going to happen. Call things that be not as though they are until they are. You know what? No, -uh, -uh. no, we, we ain't putting up with that. We're not, no, 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 no. We ain't putting up with that. Now, let me, let me go, go here and have a teachable moment. 
Some of you know my, my dad's in a, in, a, in a home, in a nursing home, I got it? Last week, which was what, Thursday? It was a Thursday? Thursday, I, I had the grace of going to Philadelphia to be with my dad. The, pre, the plane had to be, be there at um, five o'clock in the morning. I had to leave at five o'clock in the morning. While y'all was asleep, I was at the airport, five o'clock in the morning. And then I got there, see him, and he's doing fine, da-da-da-da. Then on my way back, I realized that, you know, uh, my flight was out at 10.30. But when I got on the plane, the plane flew back here to Durham, but it kept circling because we couldn't land. So it ended up taking me from uh, uh, here to Charlotte. So we get to Charlotte, supposed to be back here at 12.30, and we was in Charlotte and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do next. Well, what they needed to do was refill because the, 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 the plane had lost fuel. It was, the fuel was, you know, was about gone. After you circled so many times, the plane started losing, you know, and the plane started going. The bottom line, um, when they refueled, I didn't get back here till 5 o'clock the next morning. 5 o'clock the next morning. Now, that was true whether I told you or not. Going to see my daddy. Prayed the Lord to go see my daddy, but it cost to see my daddy. Because I had to be here on Sunday to be with y'all. Prayed the Lord I had to be here with y'all. I love y'all so much I had to be here with y'all. I'm teaching. Got it? You, 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 you got to understand that, that in times of test and trials, you got to have a relationship with God. Everybody going crazy. Now you, now, you ever been on a flight and the flight ain't working? Everybody, and that plane hit the turbulence and all that? Everybody get a little happy on that. But because I had a relationship with the Lord, I had peace. And it passed all understanding. I'm telling you folks, your prayer life needs to keep increasing. Say, say neighbor, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your problems. Because he got the answer. All right, let me go on. Growing and maturing fathers are men that pray in order to get wisdom they need for each and every situation and circumstance they have to walk through. Now go to Matthew 2 and 13. Matthew 2, 13. My, my, my. Growing and mature, maturing fathers. Hallelujah. Matthew 2, 13 says it this way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Say in a dream. Saying, arise and take the young child and his mother and flee to Egypt and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night. Say neighbor. Some things you got to do at night. And he departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, out of Egypt have I called my son. Folks, here we have a growing and maturing father in real prayer flow that allows him to protect his family from danger. In prayer, he learns to recognize the voice 
of God. Say, say neighbor. If you ain't praying, you ain't going to never recognize the voice of God for you. You got to distinguish, come on, you got to distinguish between the devil's voice and God's voice. And that takes time. In prayer, he learned to recognize the voice of God for himself and develop a real faith confidence in the promises of God that are yes and amen. Folks, in prayer, dreams and visions are also a part of the prayer development flow. So growing and maturing fathers learn that Almighty God is truly a refuge and indeed a very present help in the time of trouble that he can depend on and help no matter when or how. Uh, by a show of hands, any of y'all had a dream? Any of y'all had dreams? Get, get your hand, I want, get them up high. Look around, look, look around the room. You ain't the only one that had dreams. Have you ever had a crazy dream? See, y'all ain't help me. I mean, you went out to eat, got full, and you started dreaming. Oh, you start dreaming. Crazy dreams. Real place, folks. You got to distinguish what's God and what's not. You got to know when crazy is there and crazy is not there. And some people, you know, they say, you know, I dream. I dream all the time. Yeah, but do you know, can you distinguish what kind of dream it is? Come on. Come on. And the enemy knows he becomes familiar with you. He, he knows how to lie, give you a lying dream. A lying dream. You know, this one, I just think this one's going to be mine. Okay, that's a lie. I just think, <laughs> oh, I just. <laughs> lying dreams. You got to be able to know, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, 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 no. I know that was the devil. Example, I'll know I love cheesecake. I'll have a dream about cheesecake and I'll see that cheesecake and I'll be wanting to eat some cheesecake. And just as soon as I get up in the morning, I, I, I go to the TV and they show me a cheesecake. Real, hey. Devil, devil play, he, 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 he will work it. He'll put an aroma of cheesecake. I can smell it. And they know that I like the caramel. So he knows, he knows how to put caramel smell. Ooh. I have to learn to discern when it's God and when it's the adversary. Because he wants to take me captive at will. Say, say, neighbor. Praise God, Praise God for every dream. But make sure it's God and not the devil. And don't get mad when it is. Because when it is, it's just him testing you to see whether or not you know who God really is. See, the enemy will test you to see if you really know who God is. He wants to be able to say, you know, Paul I know, Jesus I know, but who are you? Do you even know who you are? Pray over your dream. Pray over your dream. God, 
God, is this according to your will? And if it don't line up with the word of God, run. Just put it on the table, just put it on the shelf, throw it away. And don't get mad. Get glad. Because you got protected. Say, God, thank you. Now go to 2 Thessalonians 3. 2 Thessalonians 3, in verse 7. Hallelujah. 2 Thessalonians 3 and verse 7 says this. For yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you, not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he. For we hear that there are some that walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. Eagle Summit, growing and maturing fathers work. Say work. Work is a part of who they are and who they consistently model for their family and others in their daily lives. But growing and developing fathers know that there is not only natural work, here we go, that, there must, that must be done daily, but also spiritual work that must be done also. Over time, growing and maturing fathers learn to do so without murmuring and complaining. See, uh, work, has a natural flow, got it? But there's some spiritual work that needs to be done every day. See, some of us, you know, we do the natural work. Say, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. But you also gotta do some spiritual work every day. Don't let a day go by when you ain't praying. Don't let a day go by when you ain't praising. Don't let a day go by when you ain't worshiping. Don't let a day go by and you ain't written a word. And you know too many of us, you know, man, I, just, I, I was just too busy and went to sleep. And that's when the enemy attacks you right there. Because you ain't spent, you done done all the natural stuff, but you ain't done the spiritual work. And fathers have to do the spiritual work. Um, last night, I got the phone call about 1 a.m. about the da-da-da-da-da. And I had to do some spiritual work. Yes, I did have to do some. Where, where were you? Ask your neighbor. What were you doing at one o'clock last night? One, one a.m. Did they say? Did they say sleep? Huh? Huh? Work. Say natural work and spiritual work go hand in hand. You got to do the natural, but you also got to do the spiritual without going crazy. Say, Lord, I thank you for that understanding. And real fathers do the natural work and they do the spiritual work. Amen. 
natural work, spiritual work. Spiritual work is prayer, worship, praise, the word, natural work, mm -hmm. spiritual work. And do it with confidence. Say, say neighbor. Do you get lies? Y'all ain't say, uh -huh. <laughs> all right. Say growing and maturing fathers. When they learn how to do it without murmuring and complaining, signs and wonders and miracles become an ever increasing normal in their daily routine and life and living. Proverbs 22, 6 says, Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, say old, he will not depart from it. Ladies, the reason some men act the way they lack, because they ain't never been trained up. And you may be the one that has to train them. Y'all ain't here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know y'all think I had it all together, but mama trained me in some areas. Amen. Yeah, okay, y'all. Right. I said she trained me in some areas. I had to be trained. Oh, yeah. Well, pastor, no, 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 no. And then I had to learn to accept the training. Because you know how we men are, you know, there ain't no woman going to tell me nothing. You heard the huh? Y'all missed that, huh? <laughs> Training is part of a lifelong process. Yes, amen. Amen. The younger I get, the, the more training I need. I said, the younger I get, see, y'all getting mad. The younger I get, the more training I need. Because there's some, something about younger age that ain't nobody talking about. We went to the doctor the other day and found out that, you know, this thing, that, what they call arthritis? arthritis you know arthritis is something that you got to live with but what they didn't tell you is that if you strengthen certain muscles arthritis leaves oh y'all say hey you better you better you better yeah but yeah I said you better I'm better you better squat oh yeah well, I, 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 that's too much. You better squat, straighten it, take that leg and pop it out, pop it out, pop it out. You laughing, but it strengthens the muscles. We found out that this, 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 this piece right here, if you just do this, it, it gets stronger because you, you get it working. Well, I don't know. You have, I just got... And then you start talking, yeah, I got some arthritis. Oh, arthritis, hey, shut your mouth and do what it takes. Y'all ain't helping me. You got to understand, you're going to have to listen, you're going to have to do some work. Well, you know, Pastor, I just, I just don't like to exercise. Child, the younger I get, the more I'm going to, y'all, say y'all, they go, huh? I'm going to exercise, hey, exercise, 
You better get, say neighbor, you better get on up. That's real, folks. That's real. Growing and maturing fathers make sure they are involved in the training up of their child and constantly reminding them not to depart from it when they get on their own. Now get this, I'm, I'm about to close. In 2016 and beyond, the Lord shall bring, be raising up growing and maturing fathers who have a heart of God and are not willing that any should perish. Now Hebrews 12:6 says this, Hebrews 12 says this, whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Parents, you know, I, I know you come from getting beat every once in a while, but sometimes you got, you got to go to, to, to the, to the, huh? Oh, mama, I didn't mean it. Pam, yeah, you got to help him out. You got to help him out. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and skirteth every son whom he received. Growing maturing fathers who truly love their own, know that part of the training process requires some chastening so the child develops an appreciation for what is good and right in order to produce the blessing of the Lord. I told many of you that when I was growing up, my dad took me downstairs in, in the basement. Y'all in the house, you got a basement. And he put some boxing gloves on. Yeah. And as soon as I put my boxing gloves, he picked me, Pam. <laughs> dad. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> um, and I mean, bam, you know, he said, hey. And then I, I got him on, and then he said, now, now, now when, when, when you get like this, and you know somebody's going to throw a punch, you, 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 you just step to the side. Why didn't, you te- why didn't you let me step to the side before you hit me? <laughs> bam, bam, bam. I'm, I'm, I'm really, folks, I mean, he, he, he taught me, he beat me up teaching me. But I learned, I, I know how to duck, I how to move, I know, yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's a real praise, folks. Luke 15 and 3, 15 11. You know, you know the story. You'll know the story. And he, and he said, Luke 15, 15 11 says, and he said, a certain man had two sons. How many sons? And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he, and he divided unto them his, his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Folks, all of us have seasons when we live riotous. Y'all ain't helping me now. I say we all have seasons when we live riotous. I said we all have seasons when we live riotous. I know y'all saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost, but there were some seasons. Oh, Jesus. Huh? Where you live riotous. Oh, God. Here's a young son, you know, think he got it all together. He said, Daddy, give me my stuff. He goes away. Here we have my God. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance in riotous living. Folks, here we have an example of growing a maturing father, allowing his younger son to leave home and experience real life for himself. Parents, sometimes you got to let them hit the wall. 
okay? Sometimes you got to let them experience life so that in those moments they come to realize, you know what, when mama told me, what daddy told me was right. I should have listened to him. I should have listened. I should have listened. Say, neighbor, have you ever had a should have listened moment? Oh, my goodness. Here we have an example of again of a, a, a growing and maturing father allowing his younger son to leave home and experience real life for himself. But soon he discovered that he is not as smart as he thinks he is. And maybe what his father was trying to teach him was correct and valuable. Mothers, your child will have a moment when they realize that what mama told them was right. Yes, they will. You may never be, they, they may never even tell you that, but they have a moment. If you pray right, they will have a moment where God will say, you know what? You should have listened to your mama. You should have listened to your daddy. You should have listened. My, my, my. But soon he discovered that he was not as smart as he thought he was. And maybe his father was trying to teach him what was, what was correct and valuable. Luke 15, 17 says it this way. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father have bread enough to spare and I perished with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before thee. And he arose and came to his father. But when he, he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe, put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring thy high, hither the fat calf and kill it and let's eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Folks, as I begin to close, here we have the master key to growing and maturing fatherhood. Growing and maturing fathers develop a love like God that is full of long suffering. Say long suffering. Say that's a long time. And compassion so that none in their life will perish, but instead obtain life and have it more abundantly. Eagle Summit today, our Heavenly Father is releasing his love and compassion as he awaits for some of us to come to ourselves and make the necessary changes that will reunite us to him forever and ever. In other words, Almighty God is a father of the fatherless. Oh, that's so good. He's a father of the fatherless who will raise up men to become fathers that last in our lifetime too. Oh my God. Take your neighbor by the hand. Close your eyes. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are forever my Father. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the fathers in this earth realm. I thank you, I thank you 
that you have a plan for all of us to live and prosper. I thank you that even now I have standing that I've never been alone, that you have a great destiny and a great purpose for all of us. I thank you for giving us supernatural strength, supernatural power, supernatural grace, and supernatural mercy. It's because of your mercies that none of us have been consumed. On this Father's Day, thank you, Heavenly Father, for being our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus, we bless one assigned to function like you as a father in this earth realm. Help us to fulfill that heavenly calling in the earth realm. In Jesus' name. Now, neighbor, I call you blessed and highly favored. And the blessing keeps on, keeps on following you. It's on you now. It's increasing now. You're blessed to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, you shall live a long life. Don't leave here till you're satisfied. Get your job done. In Jesus' name, give that neighbor a good hug.